This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there and thank you for downloading this Property Today podcast from the 23rd of January. And on the programme today, we got analysis on all the real estate stories making headlines this week. That was with Mohanad Al-Wadir, the wolf of real estate. He also took your questions on everything from buying at City Walk to transfer fees on property, plus whether a landlord's allowed to increase the rent by 15% two years in a row. We also talked about that crazy celebrity-filled multi-million dirham launch of Atlantis the Royal, Dubai's brand new $1.5 billion resort. But it's not just a hotel. There's also live-in apartments there. So we discussed the impact of that hotel on both the luxury tourism market, but also on real estate here in Dubai. And Mohanad Alwadir also talked us through the factors that you need to take into consideration when choosing a developer for off-plan apartments and villas. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there. Welcome back to the Agenda. Welcome to a Property Today, our real estate special segment that we like to do every single week from 11 till 12. Uh, I am very delighted to say that once again, we like clockwork, Mahanad. You never get ill. I'm joined by in the studio by Mahanad Alwadir, the wolf of real estate. Touch wood. Touch wood. Yes, sorry. I don't want to like, that was great of me, wasn't it? But seriously, Mahanad, you never, you literally, you are reliability embodied. You never miss Thank a slot. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm, I'm enjoying this. There is, uh, there isn't anything better to start the week than this show. Good. I really, I really enjoy it. It's full of energy and uh, we get to share a lot of knowledge, uh, news, uh, we discuss certain topics, we give advice, we answer questions. So it's fun. It really uh, is fun. I won't fun. miss it for the world. <laughs> it really is. It's good fun. And I have to say that I store up all the real estate stories from the week. I'm like, I'll just put that to one side because uh-uh. I'll ask Mahanad about it on Monday. Uh, and I think Great. that's very much the feeling of people who are listening as well. You know, you get a sort of property question in your mind, a landlord question, or a, you'll see maybe an advert on Shakeside Road for a, for a new development. Correct. And then people are messaging in and asking you whether or not it, it makes sense. And that's why this week we're we're doing a big focus on what is the best, you know, how do you choose a developer in a, in a city where they are proliferating like mushrooms? It's a very important topic. And if you've noticed for the past few weeks, we've been tackling the basics. We spoke yeah. about price, we spoke about location, and now we're talking about developers because mm. um, it's like buying a car, Georgia. Yeah. You know, when you buy a car, you have to pick the right brand, the right dealer. And it has a huge impact on uh, your resale value, on your experience with the car, the service you get from it, the experience you get from that car. It's, it's very similar to real estate. So choosing the right developer can have a very big impact on your decision buying process and the outcomes you get from that property, whether you're going to live in it as an end user or as an investment. So we'll be looking into that in a lot more detail in around uh, in about half an hour. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm, I'm just going to do a wild guess here. Apparently, you shouldn't just choose your developer on how charming or attractive the broker is. I mean, that's uh, just that's just my... Yeah, that's actually... I'm just going to throw that please, out there. Please remind me to talk about that because uh, one of the mistakes that common mistakes that people just go for a broker and tell them you choose for me the best developer and they don't understand that most of the time like most of the time developers all of the time. All of the time, <laughs> developers pay a lot of commission for these brokers to say choose me <laughs> or yeah. recommend me so uh, i'm not saying that all brokers are uh, doing that but 
buyers. Why would you not? If you were a broker, frankly, why would you not? I'll tell you why not. Because if if you're a responsible broker and you're in it for the long term, you have to always give the right advice to your clients. uh, If you want to really build a very solid reputation for yourself. But not everybody does that. So buyers, whether they're end users or investors, they have to know their stuff. They have to actually understand how to evaluate. And this is what we're going to be covering today. How to evaluate any developer and see if they're really worth investing their money with them or not. And now this is especially important in what is undoubtedly a very buoyant market at the moment. Uh, bubbles are buoyant. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about bubbles. And we're, no. not ta- we're not calling it frothy either. Yes. It's just a very buoyant market. Uh, I mean, we. I know... The problem is, is that it's remained buoyant for a whole year now. So it's, it's difficult to sort of look at it through any other prism. You know, it is doing well. Uh, it is. And if you remember, if you actually go back to all the episodes we spoke about, we were expecting this. Because we were. the whole world is experiencing a lot of different, uh, you know, crises, uh, different situations, political, financial, um, environmental, uh, health, uh, you know, crisis. And Everybody, and I was asked today uh, in the Arabic show, somebody actually sent a question saying, why do people keep coming to Dubai? What's the main reason? Mm. And you know what? Part of my um, thesis for my master's degree was about identifying all the factors that would uh, position any city or country as a very attractive destination for real estate investment. And in that study, I remember uh, we covered over 25 factors. But the main factor, I think, right now, why everybody's coming to Dubai and investing here or buying properties here is because of the safety uh, that the, 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 the overall city and the whole UAE offers. Mm. Safety in all levels. You and know? stability. And stability. So yeah. people know that their money is safe, their families are safe, their business is safe, their jobs are safe. They feel safe walking around. So mm. it's, it's, it's that factor. Of course, the the returns are very high. They're amongst the highest in the world. I, I mean, so the value of transactions was was up seventy six point five percent annually. Correct. And the number of transactions rose forty four point seven percent year on year. That's according to Dubai Media Office. I yeah. mean, that's just staggering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a record year by all standards. Number, volume, twenty twenty two will be a year to remember. And the good thing is the momentum is still going on. Yeah. Uh, we're feeling it now in, in January. We're 21 feeling... wasn't bad. That's the thing. It's not like it came from 20. <laughs> the, the second half of 21 okay, wasn't bad. Okay. <laughs> and, and it was mainly because of Expo as well. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've hosted the greatest show on planet Earth for yeah. six months during very tough times. And guess what? Dubai delivered as yeah. always. So all of these things, that's why... I'm not surprised because we were talking about this, you know, uh, and so many things have been offered as well. The golden visas, the all the initiatives to attract uh, people to come and settle down here, quality people, because mm. demand, real demand uh, is usually derived from population growth, healthy population growth. And this is what Dubai and the UAE has been witnessing for the last 18 months, I would say. So we've got this big international property show coming up uh, on the 12th to the 14th at the Dubai World Trade Center. I seem to remember you going to it last year. Yeah, I I don't miss any... Straight from our show. Yeah, I don't miss any of these shows. There are two very big shows uh, that are not to be missed about real estate. One of them is the international property show. This one that's coming up now. It's for three days and it's in collaboration with Dubai Land Department. And the other one is Cityscape. Both are very big and they have a lot of opportunities, not just locally. Also, there are international developers that come and 
you know, shared our, or display their projects. Um, it's a great opportunity for anybody who wants to learn more about the opportunities in the market. It's all under one umbrella for three days. Um, they also get to get great deals because typically during these shows, they have special offers running on. So it's a very good opportunity for that. And it's also good for people who just want to develop their knowledge or network. I know a lot of people who work in support industries like advertising, marketing services, um, production services, development material, any kind of software, for example, AI. <laughs> so they can go there and just speak to the uh, participants in the show. And it's just a great industry, you know, activity. <laughs> but, would you, but would you say that if you, so me, if I suddenly decide I'm a prospective buyer, is it a good idea for something like me to go to that? Yeah, of course. But isn't there a concern that you might get caught? I would worry I might get caught up with a really good salesperson and, mm. and not manage to sort of really be circumspect enough. Do you need to be quite circumspect when you go to these things? Um, you have to be careful because, yes, it's, uh, you, you, you will meet a lot of very skilled salespeople there. But I always say equip yourself with knowledge. Uh, make sure you do your homework before you go. And then you will understand if this salesperson is being genuine and giving you a proper fact-based advice uh, or somebody who's trying to just push a product and, yeah. and try to you know, corner you to make a deal, uh, to close the deal. So just make sure you study your options, you do your homework and then go there prepared. If you've been following the show, most of the people who've been yes. following the show, they've become more educated, whether mm. they like it or not. I've seen a lot of people, even there yeah. are some, some people who've been following the show here, Georgia, they've been talking to me regularly over weeks now uh, with conversations. And I can see that they have progressed. Their knowledge yes. has improved. They don't, they're like using the jargon, the industry jargon, and they know what Price it means. Price per square foot. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, what about the landscaping? <laughs> exactly. Escrow accounts. They yeah. know these things. So now it's when they go and speak to develop to developers or they attend some of these shows, yeah. they will not be caught up. They will not be cornered because they know they can ask the right questions and they'll know if that person is genuine or not. They can check the Dubai REST app. Um, I think most people started already uploading it and using it. So yeah. it really makes a difference when you have the right knowledge. It's really interesting how the uh, Dubai Land Department is starting to break down the figures to give us a sense of what type of people are investing yeah. now. Uh, I, I mean, this is very encouraging. I'm, I'm a woman. I like the idea that more women yes. are being able to be independent <laughs> when it comes to their finances. And Dubai's real estate sector did see a marked rise in the participation of women last year, uh, nearly 27,000 female investors registered nearly 35,000 real estate investments worth, get this, about 60 billion dollars, dirhams rather. Dirhams, yes. Yeah, 60 billion dirhams. That's more than 50% in volume and 53% in value up by from 2021. Yeah. That is a huge number of independent women investing in their own name. Congrats to all of them. Yeah. And I encourage all women to become financially independent, to invest and um, get themselves income producing properties and this is beautiful I, I'm yeah. very happy and look I'm not surprised again because you've been living here and you know how much the UAE is uh, pro-woman independence oh, and empowerment yes. actually I haven't heard the word woman empowerment for years now because it's it's a reality here in yes, Dubai yes it's sort of it's, <laughs> yeah it's it's written to the it's part of the narrative now it's part of the the, the landscape part yeah, of the texture I remember of the landscape like a few years ago we used to hear it and we used to say yes we need to empower women and help them in uh, getting the right jobs and investment opportunities and education and yeah. now it's a reality so 
I'm just happy that uh, to hear the well, numbers. Because obviously you run a sort of investment company as well. Yeah. When women come to you, are they, do they tend to be more uh, careful about their investments? Are they happy with risky? Or what's, what's the profile uh, yeah, yeah, for, of women to men? Very good question. You know, from experience, women are way more uh, careful and more um, prepared to uh, go through the details and do the math and understand what they're getting into. They're more calculated, you know, yeah. when, when they get into things. Um, men are usually more spontaneous. And guess what? I would say it's almost 60 to 70 percent of the men that I deal with, they're actually investing or buying a property to please their woman. Oh, really? Because <laughs> so, so they actually want women like the idea of real estate. They like the idea m- of property. M- by the way, most of the men I deal with, they're usually pushed by their wives uh, or they're doing it to secure their family's future. Of this course, is this yeah. is how they go through it. But believe it or not, most of them come to me and they say, "You know what? Uh, my wife has been pushing me to do this." We, how many times you told me about you and your husband? Thinking, yes, yeah. Like, like usually, women initiate this, and I find that women are usually more careful about planning and uh, you know for for the future and also financially. Men tend to be, they're very good investors, but yeah. they're more spontaneous. And that's a good thing sometimes, but it could be dangerous. Like you will find, I am willing, I don't have the numbers, but I'm willing to bet that you will have a higher percentage of speculation with men compared to women. That's, well, I mean, that is, uh, that may be anecdotal, but you work in the industry. So therefore yes. you've got a fair, a fair sort of mirror on, on the whole system. Uh, interesting stuff to hear about that and interesting stuff to hear that there are other changes in the market as well. Uh, there's a surge in the number of homeowners who uh, are renting out in the short-term rental space. They're now moving towards long-term contracts. We sort of knew that was happening, uh, didn't we? And it's, it's expected as well because the short-term, um, if you want, uh, trend emerged mm. Uh, riding over the wave of Expo, the World Cup, it was it made sense that yeah. you would want to capture the opportunity, and especially that the annual rents you were getting were very low. So the better option was to go through that. Now they're, the landlords are witnessing and realizing that the actual long-term rents are increasing. And this is part of what the industry is going through right now. Rent and sale prices are going up. And they're also realizing the amount of headache and expenses they have to go through when they rent short term. So a lot of them are shifting. And this is not the first time we've witnessed this. I've seen over the last two decades, a lot of trends like this where owners immediately start jumping towards a certain uh, asset class. And they they actually convert the use of their units. Um, And then when the market turns around, they actually reverse their decision. And I guess that is the (laughs) flexibility of property. You can do either short term or long term. And then, of course, you can live in it. But that's the great thing. Of course. You can do it yourself. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. We're going to talk about that hot topic of the day, which is, of course, Atlantis, the Royal. Amazing launch party over the weekend. I hear you were invited but didn't go. Yes, I was <laughs> I was actually invited to go along with a friend and I just turned it down. Unbelievable. Yes. I mean, I I would have jumped at any invitation at all. I'd have swum there if necessary. Uh, but sadly, I didn't attend. However, it, it has appeared on social media a fair amount. So I've got a general gist of how the party went. Sure. Uh, the resort itself is, of course, something of a showstopper. His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, Vice President and Prime Minister of the UAE and ruler of Dubai, has described it as an architectural wonder. He also took a tour over the weekend. What do you think, Mohammed? 
I think it's um, fantastic and it's going to enrich the skyline of Dubai and the Palm, the Crescent. Uh, I remember, I mean, everybody, whoever goes to the Palm, we always see the, you know, the resort, the, mm. the Atlantis, and everybody just enjoyed that view. Now we have an extra component that will make it even richer. From a real estate point of view, it's a state-of-the-art global, I would say, hotel. And there are, there are two towers. One is the hotel and the other is a residential. So um, 43 uh, floors uh, is the hotel, which is located on the west wing of the development. And it will have just uh, around 795, actually, uh, guest rooms. They have a lot of uh, uh, suites, like super luxury suites. With private pools, those sort of, of sky pools. Yeah, yeah. And they have, they have also um, um, the actual presidential, I would say, suites. They have six of them. And I think they were, I saw somewhere in social media that they were renting for $100,000 a night. Absolutely staggering. <laughs> but that's not all, are there? There are apartments too. Of course. The, the other tower has 37 floors. And it uh, includes 231 luxury residential homes, um, ranging between two, three, four, and five bedroom residences with sky courts, penthouses, and garden suites. Um, obviously, the resort has a lot of amenities, yeah. 45 restaurants, cafes, a lot of uh, celebrity restaurants will be there with celebrity chefs, um, 90 plus, I think, pools mentioned. Uh, they have Amazing amenities and facilities. Uh, everything you'd expect from, you know, a luxurious top-notch hotel. Yeah, I mean, the size of the place is staggering. Like you, you can't, when you're up close to it, you can't quite believe how, how big it is. And it's on quite a small sort of sliver of land in, in some ways on that outer palm it, crescent. It, it's, it's actually not that small. It's thin, yes, but it's not that small because it has almost 1,800,000 square feet uh, in terms of land. And the built-up, uh, the gross uh, floor area is around uh, f- uh, 4 million square feet. So it's it's, wow. it's very, 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 very big <laughs> as a development. I mean, uh, what type of impact is is an addition like that going to have on the property market here in the UAE? Look, looking, for, uh, for example, at those 231 re- uh, uh, residential apartments, obviously it's going to be high they're, they're for high... They're high end and yeah. we've witnessed in... 2022, uh, a higher demand on luxury units. Remember how many times we've covered yes. the most expensive villas, penthouses, town, uh, townhouse. It's, 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 the year was marked with you know luxury transactions. Yes. So I think it's the right time to launch such a project. They're not that many. They're 231 apartments, uh, which I think will be absorbed quickly. Do you think they'll go like? Are they the type of thing that go like hotcakes in a in a, in, uh, if, in a resort uh, like that with the amenities that you therefore have yeah, access to? Uh, they've already started selling while it was under construction. So um, ah, my estimate is that gone. it's already sold out if they have maybe a few units left there. Um, so, it's too late. If you want one, it's too late, I'm afraid. Yeah. All gone. So, so I, I, Potentially. I, and the amenities, the facilities are amazing. They have a private beach in the development, which is, extends over two kilometers, which is amazing. Oh, it's massive. Oh, I hadn't yeah. quite realized how big it was. We spoke earlier uh, on the agenda to Ali Mansour. Now, he's head of hospitality, hotels and tourism for the CBRE. He said that the new Atlantis offers exclusivity for those high net worth individuals. Okay, let's take a scenario in which the 800 key hotel is half full and there's maybe one and a half guests per, 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 per occupied room. That'll be about 600 guests. But if you look at the Atlantis... Uh, you know, if you have a double occupancy factor of two and it's half full, you have about 1,600 uh, guests, give, give or take, in that one hotel. And, you know, you can't have a situation in which a guest who is paying 
10,000, 20,000 a night, has the same arrival experience, has the same F&B experience, has the same overall experience as someone paying 1,000. And that person paying 1,000 might be someone similar to you, to you or I. So uh, through developing this second hotel, I think that's a good way of offering a differentiated um, guest experience for those particular guests. Ali Mansour, they're loving the numbers. He also said that the hotel will basically drive its own demand. I think people will come here uh, who weren't going to come here just to see what all the hype is about. Uh, There was a very good sort of uh, initial push, and I think that'll create a lot of excitement and a lot of visitation that didn't necessarily exist in in, in the city before. You are going to have that that impact, uh, especially within the micro-market of of the Palm, and that'll be only at the top end. But I think it'll be spread. And It'll be spread, but not spread equally. And I think the degree to which each hotel is impacted will be directly correlated to what sort of ancillary facilities they have and what do they have beyond just being a luxury hotel. Yeah, so interesting there. Ali Mansour from the CBRE also thinking that the the impact of the hotel will be absorbed into the market, a bit like you think that the the sort of appeal of the apartments will be absorbed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just the name itself has a lot of, uh, you know, uh, so cachet, I suppose. Yeah, and it's it's very popular globally. I mean, people will travel to stay at this hotel. Like people were traveling to the Bahamas to stay at the Atlantis there. So I think uh, the way they launched it and the celebrities they brought, uh, Beyonce, all of these names, will definitely help in just filling it up and making sure it runs, you know, uh, by itself. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there. Welcome back to the Agenda. Welcome back to our special Property Today. It is our real estate segment. We do it for an hour every single week. It's one of my favourite uh, week- hours of the thank week. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, partly <laughs> because of that voice there. Mohanad Alwadir joins us in the studio. I'm learning a huge amount from these programs. I have to say, um, if you've missed any of the episodes, please do check out the podcast. Just go to DubaiR1038.com or wherever you get your podcast. Did you know that Property Today is one of the most popular podcasts wow. in the country? Amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Somebody found it. One great. of my mates found it. They were looking for informative podcasts. Great. And I think we're like in the top four Amazing. Of, of educational. <laughs> I know because a lot of people listen and they contact me on social media. So I know I have a lot of regular now followers who listen to the show. I got them from the show. And they love it. I sent you sometimes some of their voice messages. They, you uh, do. I love that. And, and I thank have to you, say. Thank you very much to everybody who's listening. And thanks to our sponsors, Dubai yeah. Properties and Miras. They, they created this opportunity and their objective is not commercial. They just wanted to educate the industry, yeah. which is great. It's really good news. And <laughs> I'm allowed to ask you anything. Yes. Literally. And, and I do. And you are allowed to ask him anything as well. So far, we have failed in our mission to try and put him in a sticky spot. He always manages to answer yeah. the question. Uh, uh, so keep them coming. And last week, I went up again. Against uh, AI, open you AI. You did. You did. It was you versus um, the reality. Yes. The, uh, the, realist. Uh, yes. And, and you still won. It was brilliant. Oh, yes, you did. You know, we did ChatGPT. ChatGPT, yes. We did a question. And actually, Van um, had pointed out that ChatGPT had got something wrong. Yes. And that's why you need the real wolf and not the AI version. Yes. You need the wolf intelligence, not the you, artificial intelligence. Not the artificial <laughs> intelligence. And in fact, this is, um, well, actually, I've got two things I want to talk to you sure. before we come up to the next song which is one this is your tutorial bit that we do each week which is the factors you must take into consideration when choosing which developer to buy from but my first thing I want to talk about is still the Atlantis the Royal yes Um, because there is that idea that you can actually invest I don't think it's the, the situation with Atlantis the Royal but you can invest in hotel rooms and then 
you know, rent them out the rest, you know, maybe you might use them for Correct. a couple of weeks, but, but then you rent them out. Is that a good investment choice? Th- that has been very common in Dubai with, uh, we call them hotel apartments. So okay. basically, when you buy a unit in an actual hotel operated by a hotel, typically the hotel will have their own units that they operate and then they offer units for the public, for investors to buy, either to use them. Some people actually love to live in a hotel. Right? Well, I'd love to live in a hotel. <laughs> I don't think it would work with children, but I, but yeah. personally, so, bring it on. So, 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 so mostly celebrities. I have a lot of celebrities who actually live, I, I help them stay in, in hotel apartments, like five star or four star. And even we have three star hotel apartments here that are for sale. And then what you benefit is you get to use it and enjoy the lifestyle or you could actually give it to them and they add it to their rental pool of the hotel and you benefit from the income from it. Um, or you can do both. You can use it sometimes and give it to them to, to rent it. Now, is it a good investment or not? It is because Dubai has, is and will always be a touristic destination. We host a lot of uh, mega events here, business events, conferences. So we always have travelers who would love to stay in such units. The downside is the service charges are so high and the cost of owning these units is so high. So typically, you will have to pay anything between 30 up to 45 dirhams per square foot as an annual service charge for these hotel apartments. In addition to that, if you give the unit to the hotel to operate it, they will also charge you a management fee that is deducted from your net income. And that usually ranges between 20 up to 40%. So Typically, when you're buying, some of the brokers will tell you you're getting above more than 10% or 12%. In reality, your net returns will be in the range of 4 to 6% maximum. So people have to be careful about yeah. that. These units uh, tend to also appreciate in value very well because they're always in demand. So if you consider the capital appreciation over the rent returns, it's still a good investment. Okay, that's interesting because oddly enough, wouldn't the hotels be more likely to rent out their own rooms before renting your room as well? Yes and no, because they're, as I mentioned, they get a management fee. Very, oh, so they may, of course. So yeah. it actually it works in their favour to rent and get, yes, get yeah, the fee, yeah. get the money and the fee. Of course. Intriguing. Mm. Well, there's just, I mean, like all, <laughs> like everything, all sorts of, all these property investments, it, you know, you have to do the maths. You of have course. to know all the factors. Yeah. Bring in the service charges and then work out what your best, what the best position is for and, you. And, and a message to everybody who's listening, don't fall for the promises of you will be making 8-10% uh, return on investment from a hotel apartment. Actually go through the math and study exactly what would be the net returns, mm. not the gross returns. Interesting stuff. Okay, tutorial time. The factors that you should consider when choosing which developer to yes. buy from, Mohanad. Choosing the right developer could have a huge impact on your uh, investment. So when you're choosing a developer, you have to do a lot of homework. Don't just l- take uh, the word of the broker or even the developer salespeople. You have to do your homework. So what I advise people to do is to go through the following steps. First, uh, download the Dubai REST app. Check if this developer is actually registered. Every developer is registered. They have their own registration, their own track record. You can find their projects, what's ready, what's under construction. You can check if their projects are late or not there. You can check if they have an escrow account for every project or not. So make sure you do all of that homework. Then check the website of that developer. Visit it, check it. Does it look like a professional website? Because if they don't know how to build the website, you know, you're not, They're your, not going to build an apartment a, a, very a well. proper apartment <laughs> yes. or a project for you. Uh, then you have to go and actually visit uh, their offices, speak to their staff, ask tons of questions about their deadlines, quality of the material they're using, what are, how are they different from the others, what's their track record, how many years have they been in the industry, um, 
then I would recommend, and this is something I do personally, I would go to one of their existing projects. If I'm buying off plan, I'll go to one of their existing projects. And this is a trick I always do. I go in and I'm like, genuinely, I will ask people around. I'll say, hey, do you live here? Yes. Are you a tenant or a, a buyer or an owner, end user? I'm considering to buy from this developer. What's your advice? And, wow. and, and usually I hear a lot of, in, I get a lot of insights, true insights from either tenants or landlords. People and, saying things like, well, it's a great apartment, but no one ever, man, man, the plumbing's dreadful. Or, yes, the quality. For yeah. example, that gives you an indication about quality. They give you an indication about the services, the amenities, even the, the promises they give. Some I had actually stories of people telling me, uh, you know, I bought my unit from one of the top developers. I don't, I don't want to mention, they're like, renowned as being the number one. Somebody said to me, I bought an apartment. They promised me a water view. And then when I actually took over the unit, they gave me like a garden view, which was very upsetting. But, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's a complete bre- breaking of contracts. I know, but they usually have in their terms and conditions something to protect them. Uh, and that's one of the things we have to we also... We need to read that. Yes, yeah, I was going to get to the contractual uh, towards the end. But uh, so that's, that's in terms of views. Sizes. Some people say they promised me this size and I got that size. Some people told me I... Uh, you know what? And I got these problems on social media sometimes. Uh, uh, people said, for example, I bought a hotel apartment, but at handover, they told us, no, it's going to be a residential, not hotel, a normal apartment. So these stories help you build, you know, uh, an overview about that developer and whether you should put your hard earned money with them, invest it with them or not. So you need to get the feedback. If you're lazy to do that, check online, go to the reviews. And please, a message, and I know some developers will get pissed off from me today, but some of these developers pay people to write fake reviews for them. So Really? Yeah, you should be careful. When you read, you can tell a fake or a real uh, oh, review. Oh, you definitely can, yes. Right. If they're too sycophantic, you're like, hang on a minute. Exactly. So so also use your you know uh, street smartness and try to filter through to find out what... Uh, you know, sometimes I actually comment on these uh, reviews and I ask for more feedback. <laughs> That's know, just, a good idea. Yeah, just, yeah. Just a little get, bit more. Just to get insights. You or don't I go use to... your real name, do you? No, no, I do. And oh, you do straight up. I'm, oh, I'm fine. And, yeah. and sometimes on social media, there yeah. are a lot of forums, a lot of. So do your homework. Don't yeah. just depend on, oh, yeah, I went to, uh, you know, to the sales center with a broker and the broker said they're the best and they said they're the best about themselves. So of they're course, the best. Of course they're no. going to say that. No. Yeah. So uh, sometimes I even ask about uh, the commissions they pay. Not because I want to, uh, uh, t- uh, like, uh, I want everybody to make money, even the brokers, they work very hard for it. But, but you just want to know the facts. I want to know the facts because yeah. if the developer is paying very high commission, that means I'm paying that commission, by the way. It's coming out of my pocket indirectly paid yeah. to the broker. So I want to know why are they paying that much? Is the project not good enough? They have to spend that much money on it to attract you know, buyers and get all the brokers to sell it for them. Also, the campaigns. You mentioned if you go around and you see a lot of campaigns for a specific project, Mm. for a specific developer, that should make you stop and wonder why are they pushing that hard uh, for a specific project? Because someone's paying for those adverts and ultimately it's the people who are buying the property. It's it's the buyers. Or maybe that project has an issue. It's not selling. You know, uh, they sold the first phase, second phase, but now they're stuck. They're spending a lot of money, exaggerated spending to the level where you feel, hang on, there is something going wrong, right? And, And you need to actually analyze that. So follow your instinct. You know, your gut feel is telling you there's something wrong. That means, doesn't mean that you shouldn't buy from them, but at yeah. least do more homework, more digging. And this is what people need to learn. So don't take this lightly. Picking the right developer, the right, uh, it's like I mentioned earlier, it's like picking a car. Yeah, make sure make you sure. buy from a good brand 
brand means they have a full experience that is positive from before buying, during buying, after buying. The whole experience with them has has to be positive. Really interesting stuff. And obviously in this current market where sometimes there feels like there's a bit of a rush to buy, a bit of a, people are feeling quite headstrong at the moment. And they just follow the campaigns and what yeah. the brokers say. Yeah. And most of the time they come back and I, you should see the amount of messages I get from people who... and. Again, what you just mentioned, they say, you know what, we were just in the mall and then a salesperson spoke to me and I just ended up buying. What do you mean you just ended up buying? And you're stuck, you now, for, do that. You're just stuck now for 20 or 25 years with a loan because yeah. you just rushed into it. Do well, your while you're on your way to get the, the shopping. Yes. Uh, and it's <laughs> amazing advice. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Okay, welcome back to the Agenda. Welcome back to Property Today with me, Georgia Tolly, and Mohanad Awadir, the wolf of real estate. He is about to be put to work. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's You're do ready. It. Okay. JC says, my landlord is asking to increase the rent by 15%. I wanted to know, is that legal? And pertinently, can he increase the rent again next year? Yes. According to law 43 of 2013, the landlords can increase the rent every year according to the rental index, which is, we know it as the rent calculator. In this case, because of the rent increases that we've witnessed, 15% is, is, is applicable. And yeah. Next year, if the index or the calculator still says that the landlord can do it, so they they have to abide by that. Very interesting. You know, people making decisions about the yeah. size of property that they're going to take now, you have to look into the future because it might go up again next year. Interesting. And maybe that's why a lot of also tenants are considering to become landlords because rents are continuing to increase as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the right time or they're getting the right push they needed to actually. Yeah. People are staying longer. I mean, if we look back, uh, well, in fact, my husband and I had this conversation in the car on the drive back from Abu Dhabi yesterday. If only we'd bought. There's that line eight years ago. If only we'd bought. Um, Okay, Sam says, what is the transfer fee of property in Abu Dhabi and in Dubai? Does it matter if it's done between family members? Yes, in uh, Dubai it's 4%, in Abu Dhabi it's 2%. And if it's done for a family member who is a first of kin, first of kin means. Uh, children, wife or spouse or parents. Okay. Uh, if it's done that way, then it's it falls under the gifting uh, transactions and the fees there are much lower. Like in Dubai, it's only 0.125. It's half of a quarter percent. Okay, perfect. That's good news. Yeah. Uh, the Somebody's texted in called A. Are you in Georgia still planning to buy a city walk? <laughs> if yes, can you help me get a unit? I'm still interested. I actually spoke to uh, Miras and uh, for for both of us. I don't. Oh, are you still interested? I don't think I can. I'm, I've got this mortgage back in the UK, okay. and the, they're putting the rates up, and we're reaching the end of our five year term, so they're going to totally review it. No, then it makes sense We've for you. We've got to pay off. Yeah, it makes off. sense for you to pay off. Yeah. So maybe Sadly. the person asking, get in touch with me. I'll get you. Uh, you have mine. I'll get you in instead of uh, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. But I'm definitely <laughs> interested. It's a project not to be missed, beautiful Central Park at the City oh, Walk. Oh, beautiful, yeah, yeah, Central. Uh, 12 buildings, the prices start from almost 1.4, 1.5 for one bed. Amazing deal, honestly. I want one. Yeah. I want one, but I can't have one. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll resell one to you yeah, for yeah. secondary well, market. thanks. <laughs> you speculator, you. <laughs> no, no, I'll keep it. Usually, I don't resell. But oh, no, for you, I'll sell you, I'll sell you one. That's very good. For a premium. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's very good of you. We haven't got time for any more questions. It's okay. You can send them across and I'll answer them uh, oh, that's with a voice amazing. message. Okay, so Talat, Nabila, Lisa, Zeshan, Fawaz, Maha, you're all going to get your questions answered yes. by Mahanad in the future. Uh, he'll send a voice memo to you. Keep them 
coming. You, uh, we'll send them over once the show's finished as well. But it's been sure. another smashing episode of Property <laughs> Thank Today. Thank you so much. Thank Pleasure. you very much. Do you see you next week? You've been listening to a podcast of Property Today. Make sure you don't miss the next show, which is broadcast live at 11am every Monday, only on the agenda.